That's a noodle scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, what the fuck? <laughs> that's a bunch of BS. That is a bunch of BS. That is a bunch of BS. Well, this is just going to be a bunch of BS podcast. Yes. Nailed it. All right. And action. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, love. It's episode five. Yay. Yay. Five. You excited? Super excited. Are you? Johnny Five. Johnny Five is alive. I knew you were going to do the voice. I know you did. That's you why, set me up. That's why I set you, you did. up. You set me up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I I, can't say if anybody says five or anything, I have to quote that every single time. Obviously, you know that. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think I've seen that movie in like, 25 years right i couldn't even tell you what the movie's even about <laughs> like i just remember this goofy little robot that was mm-hmm. like johnny five's alive i don't know what the premise is i don't i don't remember anything about it that's okay it's takeaway yeah you took away johnny five is alive i feel like i quote a lot of movies that i don't really even remember and some of them i probably haven't even actually seen the movie oh really yeah i feel like you've seen most of the movies that you quote you just haven't seen them in a while right but I think I do that far more than you do. You think you quote movies more than I do? I Not movies, TV shows. I definitely think. More than I do? I really think I do. I'll tell you what I do more than you do a whole lot, though. What? And I'm pretty bad about it. Quoting songs. Oh, the songs. Busting, randomly busting into, into song off of something that you say. Always. Or anybody says, for that matter. Mainly me, but yes, always. Well, I feel like, I know, it's not just, well, I guess with you, it's it's the only time that I really do bust out. Because, I mean, I think it in my head. Like, mm-hmm. if, I, if I'm on a call or something for work or I'm out in the store and somebody, like, I think the reference every time, okay. but I just don't bust it out. <laughs> if I'm with one of the girls, I will. Yeah. But you get to hear each and every one of them. That's a special treat just for a, me. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a lifetime of a my lifetime. own personal. That's what that little ring on your finger represents. <laughs> a lifetime of mm-hmm. personalized song references. That's right. Now, I will admit that sometimes I stop myself from saying certain things yeah. in order to prevent the... <laughs> the inevitable. Busting into songs. <laughs> and I'll rephrase certain things, certain ways. Yeah. Now, if we're out in a store... And, you know, we're at that age now. It, mm. It's the sad truth that we are at the age where we are at any grocery store, any department store, mm-hmm. and they just have the standard store music on, mm-hmm. and we start singing along to it. Yeah. And then it's we like, age, and it's actually it's good music. songs. It's not it's like, like oh, some I love this song. bullshit, like, you know, Muzak stuff. It's like a legitimate... <laughs> That's still a thing? No, not nowadays. (laughs) Music. But, you know, you start singing along and then you're like, damn it, I'm singing along to the grocery store music. To the grocery store music. But it's good. It is good music. You just got to lean into it. You do? I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, it's funny because I remember, man, when we had like, right around the time we first got together or the first couple of years, it Mm -hmm. was like... The type of music you listened to was mm-hmm. so like defined your coolness. It did, and it was like you you did not m- admit to liking something that wasn't like or I did. At least you probably did, but I, <laughs> you know, 
It was like, oh, stupid, you know, radio. It's like if you admitted to liking a song that was played on the radio, that's mm-hmm. like admitting you're such a sellout. That's a, that, that Less Than Jake. Is it Less Than Jake or Lagwagon? They have a song called Sellout. Oh, really? I think it's Lagwagon. Yeah, and the whole song is about, you know, you think you're so cool until it gets played on the radio, and then you're a sellout all of a sudden. Right. And I actually don't remember if they're saying, like, what – what does it even matter if they still stand by their music? Who cares? Right. Or if they're saying, like, you are a sellout. I think it's the other way, that even if it gets played on the radio, it doesn't mean you're a sellout. It just right. means you've made it as long as you actually don't sell out. Right, I mean, as long as you the... keep playing the same type of music that you that you want to play. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if you're one of those bands that as soon as they hit the radio, like, here's a great example for you. Okay. Gym Class Heroes. Oh, Gym Class Heroes, yeah. I remember seeing Gym Class Heroes at the Masquerade in Atlanta. I don't know how many years ago. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. And they were opening up for somebody. I, I can't remember. Fallout Boy, something like that. Fallout Boy. Is that not right? No, because that's that was like mainstream. But somebody, somebody, a bigger pop punk band. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing them, and there was maybe fifteen people listening right. to them play. And we left after they got done playing because we could we had no interest in seeing the the headliner. Mm-hmm. So we were out in the parking lot leaving, and Travis, the lead singer, was walking out. You know, coming back from smoking a cigarette or something like that. He's like, "Hey, what are you? What's up? You know, where are you guys going?" We're like, "Oh, we're leaving." Well, what do you mean you're leaving? You're not here to see him. We're like, "We came to see you." And he goes, "Wait, you guys actually came to see oh, us, and yeah. now you're leaving?" Yeah. So he like he took my I had like that black Volcom hat, and he took it, you know, took it off, and he signed it. Yeah. It was like nobody knew who they were, and their yeah. music was so good. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, they got popular with that one Cupid chokehold yep. or whichever song it was. It hit the radio, that was it. and their music went from so good to just garbage. garbage. Yeah, like their their next album, like the Queen and I, which are mm-hmm. just polar opposites from the paper cut chronicles it was so bad and i was like yeah but you know that's just a classic example of it's really testing what happens when somebody with a an art you know gets kind of tested with money you know are you actually going to change are you going to stick by yeah. really what you want and it's you know it's tough to say what would you do in their shoes i mean you would yeah, hope it's tough to say. you would hope that you would stay true to your art mm-hmm. and stay true to you i mean that's that's how i feel mm-hmm. and i mean you know that's just who i am at at my core because right. i have had the opportunity to change many times who mm-hmm. i am to make more money and things like that yeah and you know it's just something that's innate inside of me that says like I can't I just can't do it so it's hard to say but when it happens it's like oh so sad why like especially for a band especially for a band yeah yeah because I mean it's it's just basically when you get on the bigger labels you just probably have more people telling you how to play the music and it's like if you want it to be released on a record label it needs to sound like exactly I I get it I get it for some people they're like Okay, cool. Right, right. Whatever, because I'm making a boatload of money and mm-hmm. I don't, they're not com- connected to their art enough, you know, enough, enough to care. They're yeah. like, I'm, I got into this to be popular and exactly. to make a ton of money. Sure. So whatever type of music I need to play to make that happen, I'm good with. And then you have the people that are like, I don't care if I literally have to live out of a tour bus forever. 
I'm not changing yeah. who I am. It's true. Yeah, you kind of, whatever, whichever way you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. So going back real quick, um, we were talking about quoting movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you because in a previous episode, we went through our top uh, TV characters that we'd want to hang out with. Now, right. I don't want to do the same thing with movies, but I do, I thought, I'd like to know who your top three favorite movie characters are. Doesn't mean you want to hang out with them. Doesn't mean you have anything. I just want to know, like, who's your top three movie characters and why? That's a noodle scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm really going to have to sit... <laughs> <laughs> that is a noodle scratcher. <laughs> the way you said that. It is. If anybody listened to a previous episode where I said Sarah likes to say things from the 1950s, there you go. <laughs> Do people say that in the 50s? <laughs> I don't know, but nobody says it now. That is quite a noodle scratcher. <laughs> it's a humdinger of a question you asked there. <laughs> I would really have to think about that. Really? Yeah. I'm so tied to certain movies. Yeah. And again, this has nothing to do with wanting to hang out with the person. Right, right, right. How about we just go off the top? Like, you don't really think about it. It's just what comes. Okay, so top top three that I I don't want to hang out with, but... I mean, if you want to hang out with them, sure. But just your favorite characters. For whatever reason, you just are drawn to that character. You think they're super cool or they're badass or just they they stand oh out to you. Wow. Okay. All right. So I, I just got to go top three? Yeah, top three. Without like really scratching my noodle? I don't want you to really think about it. No, okay. don't scratch your noodle. <laughs> <laughs> you can do one or two scratches, but don't, you know. Okay. You're like actually scratching. Well, I'm actually, I'm, I'm doing the motion, but I'm not actually scratching because I don't want to make the sound of the oh, okay. scratching on the microphone. Right, right. So I'm... You're miming. I'm miming the scratch. <laughs> miming like a the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> miming the noodle scratch. Yeah. Um, okay. Just because they're straight out of, of the gate. Okay. Um, I think her character's name is Sarah from Just Married. Okay. Because she's she's kind of like me. She's just you know really into her husband and fun and bubbly and mm-hmm. a little saucy and. Yep. So I'm gonna say her. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, somebody from Jurassic Park. Um, I think I want to go with Alan Grant. He's he's very, like, moody. And, he's the and, coolest one of the bunch. Yeah, and he's like, listen, fuckers, this is right. why you shouldn't fuck around with making new dinosaurs and dinosaurs. You dinosaurs? Know? <laughs> <laughs> he just, he seems steadfast, and I like yeah. that about him. Okay. Okay, so that's two. And three is, oh, my God. Um, damn it. This is really putting me on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I really want to come up with something good, but oh, I'm blanking on any movie. That's okay. Um, I don't know. I can, I'm going to stop at two for right now. I am. My mind is literally about to explode that you have not said one person. <laughs> oh I mean, God. literally, I think my head Shit. is about to now explode. Now you're messing with me. Off. Stop. Right now. You can't. If it's David Attenborough. No. Nope. Oh, okay. It has nothing to do with David Attenborough. What? I'm just going to give you a hint right oh. now. Oh, God. And it goes. No, I, we can't reveal that. 
What? No, no. Oh, that is my a locked God. and guarded Can secret. Can you just at least say like no. that one and you know who it is? Oh, I know who it is. Yeah, I know. But How is I that not your number one? I cannot reveal that. What? I'm not <laughs> ready for the world to know my obsession. Oh, my God. Okay. You're probably going to have to cut out that little part. This is a secret. <laughs> I'm taken to the grave. <laughs> Only you know oh, the wow. true love. Right, well, let, let me try to think of, of what I would say while you try to come up with a third. Do you not have any? I haven't even thought about it. Damn it. I, I thought, was waiting I for thought you. you were locked and loaded. No. Well, you got to go. Just quick like I Yeah, go. You don't even have time to scratch your noodle. Just go. Let's see. First one that comes to my mind is is whatever his name, Maximus from the movie Gladiator. Oh, okay. Russell Crowe. Yeah, whatever his character. Why? I don't know. Just... When I saw that movie, it was just one of those movies that just made such an impression of like, man, what a absolute badass. Okay. But it like has a lot of morals and, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, just kind of, that's what I'm going with. Okay. Number two. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I'm going to go. and Yeah. Th- these are just straight out. There's probably okay. ones I'd just, kick you, myself yeah, over. Yeah, no, you got to go. But um, the next one that came to my head was Kevin Costner playing Robin Hood in Robin Hood. Oh, um, yeah. You do love that movie. The, the, right. Not Men in Tights, but the actual. <laughs> I can't believe they're remaking it because it looks like complete garbage. They're remaking what? Robin Hood. Oh, I thought you meant. Yeah, it looks terrible. He's like flying around shooting of arrows course. out of his ears See? and his butthole. And it's it's so dumb. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's turn Robin Hood into a Marvel comic movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it looks like. It looks no, terrible. That's pretty sad. And then finally, my next one. Oh, my God. I had it just a second ago, and now I lost it. Um, oh, crap. You lost it because you're talking about arrows flying out of buttholes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, that was a weird... Uh, I got a couple. I got... Can I, yeah, can I have sure. more than Yeah, than go three? for it. Okay. Go for it. Because I love... Um, Brad Pitt's character in Ocean's Eleven. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I love Nicolas Cage's character in Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh, that's also a good one. Wow, yeah, you got a lot of them. Oh, God. I had one, and I'm so mad that I lost it. But I'll go with, um, I'll go with, because we were having a conversation about this earlier, I'll go with the guy, the drunk Fisherman guy from the original Jaws. I don't know his name. I can't, but he's okay. One showing his tattoos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all uh, rough and what tumbly. is his name? I have no idea. Are you t- wait, wait, wait. The old dude? Yeah, the old, the one like that the takes crazy them out. The old crazy bastard? guy. Yes, yes. Where he's <laughs> like, hey, you gotta, you know, and they're all drinking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why him? Because he's just a I don't crazy know. Old he's bastard? Just crazy old bastard. Yeah, he's kind of like. <laughs> I don't know the uh, what's his face. The main character, he's all mm-hmm. like trying to be all you know. I, I don't know. Like they're trying to be professional about it and figure all this <laughs> stuff out. And the one guy's all scientific and uh-huh. stuff. And this yes. guy's just like the drunken fisherman, just like yeah, let's go fucking catch a shark, goddamn. <laughs> you know, like just we're gonna have shark fin stew tonight, you bastards. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that a good old man voice? Did it was I, good. Did yeah. I do it? Mm-hmm. You did a great job. Thanks. Yeah. Okay, you had some good choices there. Yeah. 
Okay. Did you come up with a third? No, no I am no. still completely blanking on a third. Because I can transition if you want to, but if, if you want to try to come up with a third. No, 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 it's fine. You sure? Y- you go, and then... If you think of something, just bust on in with that number three. I'm not, that's like your song thing. I'm just not going to... bust in with the third. <laughs> no? <laughs> no. So, a little bit earlier ago, we were talking about... We were talking about the animation versus CGI. Oh, actually, I'm changing courses 100%. Doing a complete 360. Well, I guess I'm not a 360 because then I'd be right back where I started. I'm doing a 180. Okay, here okay? we go. So I saw a video today. Oh boy. And I need to show it to you no. because you would love it. Oh. Yeah. You would, are, you like would love legit it. love it or are you just mm-hmm. messing with no, me? No, you would love it. Okay. You would love it. So basically, um, I'd never heard of this ride, but you probably have. It was at Epcot called Horizons. No. No. Are you sure it was called Horizons? Yeah. 99.9% sure it was called Horizons. Mm-mm. It was put in, it closed down right after Test Track came, opened up. Okay. I think like 99 or something like that. Okay. 98. I don't know. It was, it was, I don't know. You went around, anyways, I don't know the ride, but the video came out. It was on Reddit today, of mm-hmm. course. And basically, these two guys back in like the early 90s met inside Epcot Mm -hmm. and they both for whatever reason loved this ride okay it's just like you ride on a cart and you go it's almost it's very similar to the spaceship earth and the carousel progress like you just ride and Hmm. and you see all these like animatronic scenes of different things but I don't know what the actual point of the ride is there there was one and I don't think it's open anymore but you go through sort of the eons of time and you see animatronic dinosaurs. I think it had Ellen DeGeneres. No, that's not no. this one. They okay. actually tore the building down. It doesn't, ex- the building doesn't even exist anymore. I don't, yeah. You have to show me the video. Okay. okay. So the whole point is these, these two guys met and they both fell in love with this ride. Wait, they met at the ride. In the, in the park. In the park. And they both, okay. li- both lived locally to Orlando. Okay. So they fell in love with this one ride. Mm-hmm. So they would meet up and they would go ride it. Like all the time together. Okay. But it closed, the ride closed down for some reason in like 1991 or 92 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And these guys were devastated. So, but for whatever reason, they ended up opening the ride back up like a year later. Hmm. So they were like, we have to know everything we can know possible about this ride before it closes again. So they figured out that there was no security system like tracking like the ride. Mm-hmm. So they, they came up with this whole plan of they would stand inside like the waiting queue and wait for there to be a certain amount of gap between riders. Mm-hmm. So like when the the carts that constantly are moving along, like if people got on this one and there was a gap of like six or seven people, yeah. they figured out how long the gap was where you couldn't see the people on the other side. Right. So they would get in right then. So then when they got to certain parts of the ride, they would they jump out of the cart out. Uh-huh. and they would go in and explore like the back ends and wow. take photo and they videoed the whole thing. Oh so it's gosh. all this video of them wow. like exploring this ride. And apparently it, it must've been a pretty big ride cause they explored a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And then they would jump back into the ride before anybody know, knew. Hmm. And that was before they had like pressurized seats to know if yeah, anybody got right. up. There was no cameras the little inside. like laser sensors and all that. There was yeah. none of that then. Wow. So then, and then they kept kind of taking it a step further and a step further where they figured out how to get into the, cause 
what happened was they they realized they didn't have a long enough time to really truly explore more of the set and all the animatronics that they wanted to before they had to get back into the ride in different points. Mm -hmm. So they figured out how to get off at the very beginning and hide in these like backstage kind of areas. Yeah, right. And they tested it one time to see if the, the workers actually paid attention to like when people got on and got off, you know, meaning... If they got on, but they never, never got, got off. off, would anybody really even know? Huh. And they figured out they didn't. They didn't wow. pay attention at all. So then they learned. They figured out they could be back there for literally hours, like oh exploring. God. And they have all this on video. Wow. And it's it's such a cool video because it's like it's showing how they progressed and figuring all. And it was just because they loved the ride so right, much. Right, right. Um, and then when they knew that it was going to get. Uh, closed down because test track was opening up they Mm -hmm. like kept taking it a step further and trying to stay longer and explore as much as they could and they were just generally like in love with this Mm -hmm. ride um and then so the ride closed down and they started like a website for fans of the rides and sharing and and when they knew that it was closing down they started taking like really really small props like they were like we wanted to take things from the the ride but that we didn't want to take away from the actual experience of anybody. Mm-hmm. So we took things that wouldn't affect like the actual outcome of the ride, but just mm-hmm. memorabilia for us. Mm-hmm. So they started having meetups like of people that loved the ride and showing the things that they had taken and showing the videos of, of them backstage. And um, the whole video, the only reason why all this came out was one of the guys ended up passing away like, oh. like last year or something like that. Mm. And, the the other guy he he said his final wish was he wanted him to sneak in sneak his basically his ashes into right. thing and, and spread it where the ride used to be mm-hmm. so like it was almost, it was a whole tribute to this one guy but it was revealing did he all do this. it yeah he did he he did the ashes yeah he did it he wow. did it and it shows him doing it and it's it's a great video though I mean mm-hmm. these guys were just geeking out geeking out yeah I was watching I, it just thinking about I don't about know you. I feel. Honestly, like that's cool, but I feel really torn about that. Yeah, it's tough because you're breaking I really, rules. Really, really feel torn about yeah. that. I, for one, the whole ashes thing, like that's a huge Disney thing in general. Like people, th- this is a kind of an ongoing thing, and it has been for a really long time, and especially with Haunted Mansion. What? What? Spreading ashes. Oh, really? Like other people have wanted to do that? This is this is an actual thing. Like if you Googled it, there is a whole procedure they have like a code for it and you know so when it happens like if they now now if they catch you doing it on video they have to like vacuum out the whole ride i mean it's pretty unsanitary no i I agree i agree um i mean in the context of the the movie it's like oh that's really sweet mm -hmm. he he, it's not like he sprinkled it like right i understand but but i get your point yeah i totally get your point i think it's really cool you know and again i grew up going to theme parks so Mm -hmm. a lot of that stuff does hold really 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 true to me but at the same time honestly a part of the magic is not knowing what goes on behind the scenes now there there is that other element like if somebody was like it would just make it so much cooler like i have to know and i have to see the insides Mm -hmm. and it could add 10,000 levels, yeah. you know, but there are so many stories about things like this. And there's one about, there's this place called water country, mm-hmm. a river country. And it was basically, do you know, like where the contemporary is Yep. and you have to go across the moat or the, the river yeah. or whatever to actually get to the to kingdom. The kingdom yeah. Um, 
there was kind of it was like a water water park type theme before uh was it blizzard beach and mm-hmm. typhoon lagoon and all that and it was called river country and it would use a lot of the surrounding municipal water as the water sources like okay. it wasn't you know filtered and chlorinated it was just like right. swim in the lagoon that has natural plants and i mean obviously they would look out for alligators and things like that right i mean it still is disney <laughs> but um i don't know maybe attendance was low and it just it became defunct like it closed down mm-hmm. But a similar story, there was this group of guys and they used to go there as kids and they were like, they still leave the lights on in the park. You know, I mean, there's still electricity going there. Wait, like right now? Like I still? I don't know now. but this it down? No, no, no. It's it's still there. But I mean, this was a couple, a couple years ago. Not I'm not wow. talking 90s. I'm talking like 2014 maybe. Like when the, when the, the park closed no, down? No, the park closed down. When the story was... When the story was, the park closed down maybe late late nineties, early two thousands. Wow, I would think and the real estate area like they would have done something else. It's with Disney. That area. I mean, they who knows what they're holding on to it for? Right. But they've, you know, I mean, there was power still going to it. So this group of guys, couple guys, was yeah. like, I want to go over there and I want to take photos and I want to document it because right. a similar situation. They loved it and they mm. wanted, you know. But the thing was, in order to get over there. The only way they could really get across the actual water to go there was to do it in this like little raft or maybe they swam over something, which was really stupid because the the water was like there was some kind of bacteria in it that yeah, horribly unsanitary. really could have yeah, yeah. or there was legitimately Gators. alligators, you yeah. know. But they get over there and they take all these photos uh-huh. and it's it's like sad but cool. And creepy. You know, it's like, it's sad because you look at it and it's not what it once was, you know, and you think, oh man, there's so much memories there. And I get it. It was just this, you know, curiosity thing. Mm -hmm. But the guy at the end of the post, you know, he says, if I had a chance, if I had the chance to do it again, I wouldn't. He was like, I I wouldn't. He would have wanted to leave the memory the way it was. I think it was that and a part of it. He was like, it was so stupid and risky. I mean. Yeah, I mean. You know, I, I totally understand. And that to me is, a, it's, I guess, a similar fashion. But the difference is, is these guys only explored it while the ride was functioning. They yeah. never, but it is still stupid. You're still doing stuff you're not supposed to do. Right. You're taking away from the map. But for them, it was more magical to see the back I understand. End. But what if everybody did that? What oh, if everybody I, and, thought, you and that's, know. That's why I agree with you. I guess that kind of sucks. Like, I, I would... And maybe that's why they have these tours nowadays. It's like behind the scenes mm-hmm. tours. Like, okay, we'll safely do it. You know, you yeah. you pay us money and we're going to show you what I guess we should. It is kind of cool, but yeah. it's not the Wild West anymore. And I mean, if everybody, it's really that saying, what if everybody did that? If mm-hmm. everybody, you know, I get curious. I get curious about, you know, oh, what new rides coming out of the theme park and things yeah. like that. But I would never in a million years hop a fence and you know take photos or fly a drone over like Mm -hmm. that stuff to me is crossing the line i think it's i do think it's cool i'm not saying like this guy was a jerk for doing it but i personally never would no i i I, and i agree with you i'm 100 percent agree i mean it was it made for a really cool video and especially knowing like if that same video came out and it was like these guys were doing this 
like now, now, right? It would because it, it would the, irritate me. Yeah, it was. The but 90s. because it was the nineties, it was, it was a little different. Yeah, yeah. it seemed it, it was a very innocent thing. But right. even still, to your point, if everybody did that, it, it everything would go to shit. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be bad. But they pointed out a lot of really cool things, like Easter eggs, I guess, in mm-hmm. the thing. Um, I didn't know what ride it is. You're gonna have to show me. It was later. called Horizons. It was. Okay. It was at an Epcot. I'm sure if you show me a video, it'll jog my yeah. memory. I had never heard of it, and when I saw like hmm. the video where you know you can clearly see different scenes that you ride through, and nothing. But I mean, I I never went to Epcot. I didn't go exactly. to Epcot until the first time we went. Like right. What seven eight years ago? Yeah, seven years ago. We never. I went to the Magic Kingdom once when I was like two. You know, so you I clearly remember. don't remember. No, I, I, anything. The only thing I knew about Epcot was that's where the big ball was, but I never knew what it was, what was inside of it, what the park was about. Nothing. It's a giant golf ball. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I saw that and yeah. I thought of you just because I know how much you love Epcot and I, I know how much you love just the old Disney type yeah. stuff. Thanks, um, love. Yeah. That's so, sweet. Yeah. I actually, I love Epcot. But strangely enough, I love the countryside more than the more scientific tech side. Right. It's just because... kind of what makes it. It's just the way they represent each country. It's so perfect. It's like you have just enough, just a little taste, and then yeah. you go on to the next country. It's like enough to satisfy that ADD in your brain that's like, okay, okay, I've had enough. Now right. let's go to a completely yeah. different country. And I still want to do where we do like... Uh, I mean, you could do like the drinks around... Yeah, I've never done the that. The world and I could like sample food when I can get back to eating more food. But yeah. More more variety of food. How funny was <laughs> it though when when we actually went to France and saw the Eiffel Tower and mm-hmm. you know, we were there for however long, like over a week, and then we come back and within a month of being back, we went to Epcot we and, did. We, and we were like, let's go to France and yeah. see how authentic it was. And we it were was like, pretty damn pretty, authentic. Pretty authentic. You know, they had... I mean, the sandwich was not as good as it that was one not, sandwich that we had uh, at the Eiffel Tower. We can't talk about that now, babe. I, I, can't, I, know. I can't do Sorry, it. It's a sore this subject. Is, this is like... But it was pretty authentic. Yeah. Okay, switching subjects again. I, I had the original subject that I was going to that made me think of the, the Disney story mm-hmm. thing, but... I've lost it, and I don't think it was really that good anyways. <laughs> so I wanted to ask it's you a gone. question. It's gone. It's Forever. Gone. So one of our previous podcasts, we were talking about concerts, the first concert we went to together, mm-hmm. and our first concert that we went, that each each of us went to, which, mm-hmm. again, mine was not Billy Ray Cyrus. It was definitely Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> definitely not Billy yeah. Ray Cyrus. He had, like, the whole dance done and everything. Here's my question to you. Oh, gosh. If you could see anybody that you've never seen, but is not possible to see anymore, so a band that's either broken up or not alive or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. what's one band that if you could just go back in time and see them live, who would it be? Are you, like, you want me to realistically? I answer answer? It, yeah. I would choose some sort of, like, classical genius to see. Maybe, like, really? Mozart or somebody. Just to hmm. see, like, I don't know, when I listen to classical music, to me, it feels like there's so much energy behind it. Mm-hmm. And nothing beats seeing a performer, a, a musician perform mm-hmm. and feeling that energy. And I just would, it would be so interesting because, you know, like I geek out on history and yes. I think about, I, I really truly put myself 
in the mindset of being back in these historical times. Mm-hmm. I mean, and really who the hell knows what actually went down? You know, we don't, we don't know. It's all pretty much hearsay. I mean, you have some writings and you have like best guesses, but yeah, if I could sit down and see somebody, and I'm not, I'm not saying Mozart. I mean, I'm, that's just the first one that came to my mm-hmm. mind, but some classical musician just to see hmm. how they would really play and, and put that into, you know, just, I don't know. Yeah. That would be kind of neat to see. So, I mean, I guess part of the appeal to that for you would be not only he- like seeing them actually play, but them being in their environment, that historical environment of like what it would look like. That's a part of it, but I would just want to see like how into it were they? Were they like bored out of their minds? Like, oh, this sucks. Like, <laughs> how bad would that suck? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this, this got to see Beethoven play, and he was like, right, miserable. Like <laughs> this, this rich fucking king's like, play for me, and he's like, oh, I fucking hate this. Like, I want to play some kind of cool, you know, jazz ditty or something, and then it's no, you have to play. Classic number fifty-two. But if he was into it, it would be cool. Yeah, that and that's really cool. that is the shittiest part to me about meeting a band. Oh, you never want to meet. You, a it, band. it ruins it. It does. It absolutely, one hundred percent ruins it. Now, your story with Gym Class Heroes, it didn't ruin it. That was huh? cool. Like that was yeah, pretty was cool. nice. But and then especially for me. You know, just kind of going back to the other scene, I went to a lot of punk shows, which were Mm -hmm. male dominated. Not a lot of girls went there. And it's a shitty thing to say, but the majority of the girls that went there were kind of the quote unquote groupies like, oh, this band. Yeah, they just wanted to bang the band. Actually being like, I love this music. Like it speaks to me. Something about it just really, really speaks to me. Right. But it sucked because obviously I could never be taken seriously. No. And... So, you know, it it would be like if I could see Beethoven or Mozart or whoever, Mm -hmm. you know, would I want to talk to them? Probably not. But I would just want to see. Yeah. yeah. Are they really into it? Right. What's the level? Hmm. Yeah. that. Did you not think that's where I would go? No, not at all. What did you think I would say? I had no idea, but that is definitely not the way I would think you would go. I mean, it makes sense, though, knowing knowing how you feel about history and and the past and, and wondering what it was really oh, like. Yeah, and all that. It, would be it, so it makes sense the way, you know, now that you say it, but yeah. I just, Didn't I was, think. I was thinking of it strictly from a enjoying their music standpoint instead of the environment and the person and the creation of the music. I mm. don't know. Yeah. That's, that definitely caught me off guard. Nice. Yeah. Keep things spicy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do it oh boy okay what's yours Ooh. um there's a lot that i could come up with but i feel like i feel like if i could have saw we'll say early 90s maybe late 80s i'm not sure when the heyday was but right around the time where like Metallica Black came out. Oh, really? That was like 90s. Was it like early 90s? Yeah, early 90s. If I could have saw Metallica live during their like heyday, like nothing else matters, ride the lightning. Oh, man. When I was like a 
middle school, before I got into like punk rock yeah. and stuff like I was a huge Metallica Aww. fan. I, and I remember getting their their box set back when yeah. you get the box sets yeah. and they cost like a gazillion dollars. Oh, so much money. Yeah. And then mom threw it away because the title was like binge purge and shit. shit. So I don't know. I had cuss words. You know, mm-hmm. she highlights all the bad words and then throws it away. It's whatever. Anyways, Super effective. Yeah. Super effective. Yeah, yeah, that really stopped me from listening <laughs> to them. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Just I that's one of the only bands that I've ever actually watched their live performances. Mm-hmm. Like you know, most of the time watching a live performance, I generally like the more stripped down acoustic versions of most of the music I listen to. Mm-hmm. But just seeing them just massive stadiums oh, yeah. with just tons of people going absolutely huh. nuts. Like, wow. Yeah, I would have wanted to have been right like Aww. in the middle of that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Wow, what a like juxtaposition of personalities. I'm Beethoven and I'm Metallica. <laughs> like, who would <laughs> like, you... The historical aspect of watching <laughs> Beethoven write the music and play, and I'm like, I just want to bang my head and <laughs> really? punch people in the pit and... <laughs> Trust us, seek, and I find it. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically, that is the yin and yang to our relationship. It's a thousand percent true. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I, I mean, I've got other stuff, but we'll we'll call it an episode. It's getting getting pretty long. Oh boy, getting yeah. to my getting to your bedtime. Bedtime. You're staying up late again tonight. Yeah. I keep keep I'm keeping you up late with these podcasts. Oh, this is the whole see, this is the other aspect to it is keeping me up. Yeah, it's more time to hang out with you. And hanging out with you is awesome. So Yeah, in your face. In your face. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Okay. Do, so, you, do you want me to sign up? Yeah, you're signing up this time. Okay. We're going to have shark fin stew tonight, you bastards. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay.